Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip, sitting out here on the porch in the dark. You may hear my forestry nightlife singing out here, so peaceful. But um, so anyway, you see the topic today is uh, the hope that is in you. So what is the hope that is in you? The scripture is 1 Peter 3.15, and I'm going to read it first because we're going to build off of it. It says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. So to give a defense, always be ready to give a defense for the hope that is in you. What is the hope that is in you? If you're a Christian, we have the, the hope of the resurrection, right? The hope of Christ coming back for us and hope of eternity. We talked about that. Many, many times, uh, that hope. So, why does he say, be ready to give a defense? Well, if you are a Christian, and if you are living in such a way, or a manner, that um, your light shines that people see that you're a Christian then you may be called called on to pray for people or answer questions uh, defend your faith tell tell people what being a Christian means to you. There's all kinds of things that can happen. Will it happen? Most definitely. I mean, with me, my situation is, you know, I've told you before I got tattoos, and I can't tell you the number of times people have seen the verses on my arms, and they go, what's that verse? What does it mean? Well, hey, open the door and jump on in, right? There there it went. They just opened the door. Or how about the ones where I see they have tattoos and I t open the door talking about tattoos and then I tell them that, by the way, I'm a preacher. And they go, what? You're a preacher with tattoos? And here I go, open the door, jump on in with both feet. There's my opportunity. The door is open. Let's grab it, God. Let's grab them. And let's, let's get with it. Let's dance. You know, so I get to tell people about what God has done for me. What about my tattoo with the semicolon and the, my wife's signature? 
people say, oh, your wife, that's your wife, that's neat, you know. Why do you have that? And then, hey, here we go again. You get to talk to them about my wife and suicide and depression and the love that we had and the, and the hope of the resurrection and Christ and man I mean there I, I can go on and on but you know just the other week I was somewhere and um I was wearing my hat that has Wilderness Ministries on it. And this man says, Are, are you in the ministry? Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw your hat and I was just wondering. And I said, I sure am. I said, I do a grief ministry and suicide ministry. And bam, there it was. The door just opened up, but it was him that opened the door. And we spent time standing standing there, talking about the problems that he was having. And, uh, we prayed together, and it was a great God moment. And... Um, I printed... I had some t-shirts made not long ago, and... I gave t-shirts out to a bunch of friends of mine and different people wherever I met them. And um, Today, one of the ladies was wearing my t-shirt in a cafe. And I was sitting beside a guy and he said, he looked at her shirt and he looked at my hat and he said, hey, that's the same thing. Here's your door opening. So, the Bible tells us that we are to spread the gospel all over the world. And it doesn't tell us how. God didn't lay out a specific way to do it because... Time changes, methods change. Back when Paul was walking around Asia, he was walking and occasionally rode on a ship. But that was pretty much the only mode of transportation. Maybe he rode a camel, I don't know. I doubt it. He didn't have the money. I doubt he rode a donkey. But that was it. Today, we can fly all different kinds of ways we can take trains uh, all different kinds of vehicles bicycles motorcycles cars trucks and we can share the gospel everywhere and how do we share the gospel well, we start by our actions. And that's how wherever we go, 
When people see the how how we're reacting and acting and living and what we're doing and our light shines. You know, there's a quote that is attributed to St. Francis of Assisi, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not even... Um, it's not even the right thing. It's not something he said, but the old saying goes, preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. You know, I wish I was smart enough to have said that, but it's so true. If our life is the gospel... If the way we act and walk and talk is the gospel, we really don't need to be preaching um, scriptures or thumping Bibles or doing whatever with people. They will see what we have. They will see how we act, and they will want it. It will be contagious, like laughter, right? It will be contagious. If we are children of God and we're acting like children of God in and outside of the church, in and outside of our homes, our businesses, our cars, people will see a change in our demeanor and they will want what we have. But now, if you're riding down the road in your car... And you're flipping off everybody that pulls out in front of you and blowing a horn and screaming. And it's probably not going to advance the kingdom very much. Probably not going to make too many people happy. But you know, there's enough hatred, evil, hurt, sin in the world that It's not going to miss it if you don't do that. I mean, it is going to... It's going to make a difference. It's going to make a positive difference. Just think what the world would be like with one less person blowing a car horn, especially if you're in downtown traffic in some of these huge cities. Don't need it. Don't want it. But imagine if people saw you sitting there praying a little bit. Saw you sitting there smiling and waving. Oh, yes, by the way, go ahead. Go ahead and get out in front of me. You're okay. What if people saw random acts of kindness? It would put them in a better mood. And when they got to where they're going, maybe they wouldn't be so angry. You know, I went to a restaurant one time, and I checked out, paying for my food, and I told the girl, I said, here's $10. I want you to apply it to the next person's bill that checks out. And I saw her later on, and she said, 
that went on for 10 or 15 different people checking out. Ever those the people just kept paying it forward, paying it forward, paying it forward. You see what one random act of kindness can do? And you didn't even have to defend yourself. Sanctify God. And when necessary, sanctification means to make holy, to set apart, to consecrate. Sanctify the God, your life, to sanctify your life with the Lord, to set it apart, to be holy, to be an example, a witness to the people around you. And when necessary, be ready to defend it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. People say, why are you in such a good mood? Because, boy, let me tell you, I got this great insurance plan. I'm going to live forever. Or how about I prayed to the Lord that I really needed this job to make my life better, my family, and you know, to cut down on my drive time. And the Lord answered our prayers, and He blessed us with this job. Or how about my wife and I have been struggling for years to have a child, and we've been praying, and we finally had a child. There's so many things to be thankful for and so many ways that you can spread the love of a Christian without preaching to people. And you know... That's the one thing that makes so many people nervous in churches. If you took a church and says, okay, let's all go. We're going to go outside in the street and we're going to witness to everybody. They're all, everybody's going to freak out. They're going to run for their cars. Oh, i got to go home. The babysitter's got to go. and The kids got to have to study for a test. and I can't go. It's mass pandemonium. But if you just say, hey, go about your life. Be blessed. And when somebody asks you about why you're so happy or why do you go to that church, why do you wear that cross, or why don't you wear that revealing clothing like everybody else does, because I'm a Christian and that's, that doesn't look good, it's not modesty. If you can do these things, you'll be a easy and... Um, Meaningful witness for Christ. Won't cost you anything. Won't have to have no COVID example. I mean, example. Won't have to have no COVID uh, Q-tip run up your nose. No exam done. It's easy. Just go out there and talk to people. Witness. Won't cost you nothing. You ain't got to have your head examined. Just tell people, hey, I'm good with God. I talk to Him. I pray with Him. and He's given me what I need. My family has a roof over their head. We have food to eat. We have clothes. And we're happy. Do we have everything we want? Uh, no, of course not. But do we have everything we need? Sure we do. 
This is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. Think about it when you're out there riding around in the world. Just smile, wave, and share the love of Christ to the people you meet. It's that easy. And this is Pastor Chip, and God bless, and thanks for tuning in.